podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good morning and welcome to the Talking Cop. This is Wednesday. It's Wednesday morning. It is the 30 where we spend a half an hour chatting about whatever we want because it's their show and we can do whatever we like. It usually has a little bit of football. It usually has a load of food. It goes off on a tangent all over the place. And in a half an hour, we finish off our tea and we head off about our day. Uh, Steve is in the chat. Scouser Pete is in the chat. Gar Mac is there. Uh, Scouser Pete is saying, Morning, what food uh, chat are we going for this morning? Oh, it's always filled. It's always it always ends up there somehow. But I'll tell you what I wanted to start with. Now, I did get a lot of questions in um on our members only community tab discussion thing on YouTube. Um got a couple of questions in there. I got some in our members uh telegram group as well. And um I'm gonna get to them in a little bit. But something Dave Downey said on the show last night, and it was a brilliant show, by the way. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Um it was absolutely Brilliant. I loved that show last night. But he was talking about Ollie Watkins. And he was talking about going under the radar. He goes under the radar a little bit, Ollie Watkins. Now, people might think, nah, he's the main man at Villa. He doesn't go under the radar. But I know where I know where Dave was coming from. Because, you know, a lot of people, you know, quite rightly talk about Harry Kane. They talk about Phil Fold and Raheem Sterling. You know, whoever's attack, uh, Saka, whoever's, you know, these attacking threats for England especially. And Ollie Watkins kind of comes in as, you know, a squad member and, you know, he's doing okay at Villa, but he's actually doing really, really well at Villa. So it got me thinking, what players around the Premier League, pick a club, pick a player, that maybe is doing really well under the radar or you thought, Jesus, he was going to be great and it didn't happen or, you know, Watch this fella, he's going to be brilliant in the next year. Just kind of a one to watch, or some of the three of doing well, probably not getting the credit. Um, I'm going to throw a couple of clubs out there and I'll give you my names and see what you come up with. Um, Gary Mack reckons we need to talk about the best way to do steak and Scouts are as a crumpets and is now devouring a fruit and nut bar. I think Scouts are has a little bit of an issue when it comes to chocolate in the morning. He really likes, um, I really, I think it was him yesterday that was lamping into a bar of chocolate as well at this hour. But anyway, um, hit the like button if you're in and you're watching. That's one thing to do. Hit the like button so we can know when he's watching live. I know a lot of people listen back um, on the download and a lot of people watch back later on because this is a little bit early for them. But under the radar, um, let's start alphabetical order, I suppose. Bournemouth. Bournemouth is big. Arsenal. And I was thinking AFC Bournemouth. That's why. Don't deny me. Um. Arsenal. And the one player that struck me when I thought of Arsenal was Emile Smith-Rowe. Now, going back about 18 months ago, Emile Smith-Rowe was flying for Arsenal, um, playing so well. He looked like he looked like the next kind of player off the conveyor belt that, you know, played in that kind of drifting role, a bit like Santi Gazzola or a, or an Ozil or, or whoever, you know, they just floated and, and linked things up for Arsenal. And he was so good. So so good. Now I think he's in around the Arsenal squad as of as of right now. But he's one that eighteen months ago people were like, Jesus, you know, he's sub some player. And and funny talking about Villa, because I think Villa tried to sign him um when Jack Grealish was leaving Man City. 
and I think they had a bit of around 40 million torn down. So that's how highly he was rated at the time. Uh, Gavin says, nice hat, Gav. Yeah, it's, of course it is one of Gav's hats. Um, I'm nearly wearing it every morning because my head's cold in the morning. Um, I can't find my Nabby Kate one. Um, and I'm actually, I was on your website yesterday. Uh, we are Liverpool.ie. I was on there yesterday because some of the new ones you have out um, are cracking, to be honest with you. And there's a few LSE Day Trippers ones left there for nostalgia. And if you buy them, all of it goes to my November fund. So um, you might want to check that out as well. Um, so Emil Smith Rowe, I was thinking about, right? And then I was like, who else goes under the radar? Then I was thinking Brentford. And I think your man in Buemo goes under the radar massively. Um, you know, he stood in. Um, the other lad is suspended for betting. I can't think of his name now. Even uh, Ivan Tony. Um, and I think he stood in absolutely brilliantly in Waymo. And maybe, you know, every week if you're previewing Brentford, it's probably a lot of in Waymo chat. But even when the window comes up, I don't know how much of in Waymo you're going to hear about. I think he's been absolutely excellent. And, and I want to give a shout out to a couple of the midfielders as well. Names, names escape me, but there's a fella in midfield. He's a holding midfielder for him. And he does really, really well. Um, he's actually, I think he might be the fella that Matip got booked for fouling, even though he fell Matip. But um, does a really good job for Brentford. So if there's anybody in the league, if there's anybody in the league, um, and they're at a team, and you thought they were going to be great, but they're not. They're going under the radar, playing really well. I wonder, do you think in the next 12 months are going to explode? Uh, let us know. Um, Scouts are PS. Did Gavin ever manage to shift those nabby, nabby hats? I had one. The design were brilliant. Nabby lad on them. I still have it. It's just I can't find it. I have a feeling it's in my golf bag. I'm going to be honest with you. But, um, so, under the radar players. Then I was thinking to myself, do you know who's really come on? Um, I think who's really come on is Mikalenko at Chelsea. Uh, or Everton what is wrong with me today I just keep saying the wrong teams Mikelenko left back at, at Everton um, <coughs> I think he's when Everton signed him I think they'd expect him to be up and down marauding left back and wasn't really working for him confidence was in the bin um, wasn't working but I think since Everton have kind of decided right we're going to be a little bit more defensive and we're going to pick our, pick and choose our times to go forward. I think Mikelenko has been um, been excellent for Everton. Um, under the radar, some clubs are hard to pick. I think they're hard to pick. I think, do you know something? If you actually look at United, I said Luke Shaw is actually probably one of the most important players. Genuinely. Before, forget your... your your centre halves and your Bruno Fernandez and, and this that and the other. Luke Shaw is a massive difference to Manchester United. He just when you see him play, he's I think he's fairly well organised and what he does, he has that physical element to him. Um he's a bit he's wily. And I think getting him back might be big for United. I think it might be big. I think it settles them quite a lot um defensively. Uh loads of the chat loads of chat going on there about the Nabby hats. Um, local kids uh, he gave them away to some of the local kids of football fair enough um, but I really like the Nabby hat um, grey and black Nabby lad written on it his little flag on the side um, and I have to say that the only hats I wear really because they're so warm um, from We Are Liverpool.ie so I'm giving him loads of free advertising this morning in fairness and he deserves it Gavin's a lovely fella uh, let me see going down the league going down the league Brighton get lot. Brighton get loads of kind of um 
thrown out there. Look how good he is. Look how good he is and stuff like that. So Brighton kind of get enough. Newcastle, I think, get enough. West Ham, I've mentioned Brentford. I really like a man, uh, Wang at Wolves. Um, I can't see him being there beyond this season. I think his work rate, maybe his finishing can improve, but I have a feeling that he just feels to me like if he moved up a level in the Premier League, I think he'd be, I think he could be anything he wants to be. I think he has, he, he's good pace, he's good strength, he delivers the ball well, he works hard. His finishing at times a little bit off, but he gets, he's, he's getting, I think he's, he's a fair few goals. So with Wolves, I go with that. Um, Crystal Palace, I always look at the centre halves, you know, because Eze has spoken about loads. Um, Zaha before he was there got spoken about loads. Edward gets plenty of attention. Elise is back, wasn't he? He was out, but he was back. I believe he scored a really good goal at the weekend as well. And you know something, um, the centre halves, um, Grahi and um, the other lad that Darwin Nunes headbutt, can't remember his name, but they they go under the radar quite a bit for for Crystal Palace and, and they're not in great form Crystal Palace but they have Roy Hodgson as manager and there's only so much you can hold out against teams when you go in with that sort of attitude and that Roy Hodgson brings to your club and the funny thing is when you look at them they're not bad in midfield they've really good talents going forward in Elise Edward Schlupp always does works hard for them um, you know they, they've a good bit there they have a good bit there but they're just so hindered by this fella um, so hindered um, wasn't Wang playing with Minamino before we signed him? Yeah, I think wasn't Wang with um, was it Salzburg? He might have been with uh, Minamino and what's his face? Um, Ireland wasn't it? Uh, seven goals for Wang this season and Neto. Um, Neto's quality, but Neto, everyone knows Neto's deadly. I'm just trying to go for players that you kind of go, oh yeah, he could be good, like you know the sort of way. Um, the when you're going down the list then, Forrest just have so many players, I don't know who they fucking are, I'm being honest with you. Um, let me see. Apparently, Decore could be gone for the season, which could be a bad loss. Which Decore is this? Let me know which Decore that is. Is that Everton's Decore? Because um, there's a couple of Decore's floating around. Would you, uh, O'Shane will have to let me know which Decore you're speaking about there. When you go down the list though, um, Ogbeni at, at, it is Ogbeni, isn't it, at Luton. Um, the Irish lad, he's not at Luton next season. No way is he at Luton next season. Um, it's, for me, the way he plays, I think he's, he's he's maturing massively. You know, he plays Royal and then people just think he's a bit of pace and he's a bit of power, but he's starting to add this trickery to his game. He's starting to stand up defenders and kind of take a look around him. He's trying to link play a little bit more. Um, I think he, he, he gets him he, he stays in the Premier League next season regardless whether Luton are there or not um, and Burnley you know a lot of players in there as well I don't check the Corey sorry at Palace yeah he'd be a big loss he would be a big loss mind you the Corey at Everton being out for the season would be a huge loss as well um, and Burnley I think they've got technical players but I, I they just haven't got enough to play the sort of game they want to play in the Premier League, and it's showing week on week. They're getting them, um, they're getting picked off handy um, most weeks by most teams. Um, so, if there's any players that you think is under the radar, is re- next twelve months, watch out for them, 
or you think, geez, I thought they were going to be great, and they're not. Throw them at me in the next 15 minutes. Just randomly, I'll read them out as we go. There's no hassle. Just throw them out, um, and we'll, uh, I'll, I'll read them out as we go and, and wherever else, right? But a um, couple of questions come in, and I want to get through them because I do ask for the questions. So when I ask for the questions, um, it's when I ask for them and you give them, I should, answer, I should you know, throw them out there. Um well, Gavin asked in the members chat, how do we know when we're on live as a member? It should come up. If you're a member, it should come up. Turn your notifications on and your notifications should come on. Um, and that's how you know when you're on live. Um, let me see, let me see. Roy, Matt asked yesterday in the Telegram, what is the genre of, mu- genre of music or film that, which generally you're not a big fan, there are a handful of pieces that you absolutely love, and what are the shows and songs? For me, while I'm not a huge fan of Westerns, cowboy movies, the TV show Deadwood and the film Tombstone are masterpieces. Steve says, I'm not really into punk music, but never mind, never mind the bollocks was great and the Sid Vicious cover, by the way. And Gary MacDonald is not into chart music, but he's always liked a bit of Bruno Mars. So, um, okay. Well, first of all, I know Gary McDonald's into heavy metal and all that. I, I'm not into it. I don't know what, what's going on. It's just loads of noise and usually a fella screaming like he's stood on fucking Lego constantly. Um, So heavy metal is not enough for me. I, I like loads of genres of music. Um, There's not much I wouldn't listen to. There's not much I wouldn't listen to. Um, But to be honest with you, I do love going back and listening to 70s, 80s music. Like Going back and listening to the likes of ELO. Um, on a loop, yeah, I can get all that. Um, Queen, the Beatles are an obvious one, but you know, just I. But I do do this thing where if I pick up a, a band to listen to from years ago, I end up listening to them for the week, like constantly on them. You know what I mean? Like I went through a, I went through a thing where I listened to um, Queen for a week, solid Christy Moore, the week after um, ELO, and then. I'll tell you what I love doing. Uh, now that's what I call music and just throwing it on randomly and see what songs come up. So, um, you know, music-wise, yeah, I'm okay with that. So if there's any music out there that you don't usually listen to but you do, throw it out there. Like, There's nothing more relaxing than National Tracy Chapman for a half an hour. She's she's whopper. She's whopper. Um, rap music. Um, rap music isn't for me either. Um, never, never seen the attraction in it. Um, but there is like is Eminem considered a rapper I presume he is yeah a couple of his songs aren't bad um, TV shows um, does the Dukes of Hazard count as cowboy <laughs> I used to love the Dukes of Hazzard um, and someone and you know what this kind of leads on to another question that I got in the YouTube community tab um, which I will get up now because I don't want to get the person's uh, name wrong um let me see it was here it was here it was um oh brian jardina so there's loads of questions over here this morning um what other sports do people like um apart from football like he loves the nfl he's a green bay packers fan so is there any other sports you listen to so we're throwing a loads out here this morning um johnny says morning gav i'm 42 so i'm around your age um, well, you're older than me, okay? Just let's get that straight, Johnny, before we go anywhere. 
Just wondering what sort of stuff you lot in Ireland watched in the late 80s going into the 90s. Things like Saint and Greavesy, Match of the Day, Grandstand. If so, what channels were there on in Ireland interested in the similarities between England and Ireland? Um, well, Ireland, <laughs> for a long time, you had two channels. Um, RT1 and RT2. Um, or RT1 and Network 2, as they called it then for a while. And I remember in Ireland getting the three o'clock games at half three. So the game would be half an hour old and then it just come up to kick off an RTE, which was great. Um, then Cable Link came in and it opened up a whole new world. Was like it opened up BBC, UTV, Channel 4, um, MTV, all these sort of things, you know, the sort of way. Um, and I would say we watched nearly everything you watched in the UK. Because our, most of the channels were UK based. We got just most of the UK channels plus the two Irish ones. So what we would have watched in 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 Ireland would be very, very similar to the UK. So Grandstand, yeah, I loved Grandstand because Grandstand was like a mad mix of sports. Like you'd be sitting there watching bleeding indoor bowls and then you'd be going to final score. Do you know what I mean? Um, to be like, oh, they're just skating on this weekend. They show you. And, um, Eurosport was massive when it came on years and years ago. I always remember Eurosport, downhill skiing, Alberto Tombe. He's the only skier I know. <laughs> Just Alberto Tombe. So, um, yeah, we would have watched very, everything very similar. Um, on Brian's question, other sports, yeah, yeah, my wife said I'd watch two fucking snails r racing, you know, um, or two spiders racing up a wall. I used to be awful lot like that, but when you have kids, it kind of reduces what you can watch. But NFL... I think I think the Super Bowl has been on around February, so I usually tune in around mid Jan when the playoffs are on. Um, but I, I am a New York Giants fan. Go Giants! I heard they're appalling this season, but go Giants anyway. Um, the NFL is a huge follow amongst football fans. I think um, people think it's it's very confusing, but it's not. If you sit down and just take in a game, take in two games, you, you cop on what's going on fairly quickly. Um, and it's it's great to watch on a Sunday night. The coverage they have on a Sunday night with the with the red zone is is unbelievable. So um yeah, um I'm a big fan. I like the NFL. I'd I'd watch the odd bit of snooker, cricket, never watch. Um if rugby was on, I'd watch it, but I wouldn't set out to watch it, if you know what I mean. Um But uh, football. Just I love watching football. Where I want to what it is. You know, the sort of way. So whatever's on is on. And then I love the mad sports. I love the likes of curling and um, all mad stuff. Um, the skiing is unreal. You know the one where they get down the hill and they jump and they, on the two skis off the ramp? I don't, I don't even know what the name it is, but that's a joke how fast they're going, how quick they're flying through the air and then trying to land on two pieces of plastic or fiberglass or whatever the bleeding thing they're flying on. So, um, yeah, that's where I'd be on, on sports. If I was on, I'd watch it, but I wouldn't set out to watch many sports if it were other than football to be honest with you darts comes around at Christmas yeah I might watch a bit might watch one night and then go yeah yeah, and I'm gone you know the sort of way um, TV programmes in Ireland exact same as what you had in England in the 80s and 90s because literally the, the vast majority of the channels we have were English we only had two Irish channels so we just we got checked into the English channels in late 80s I, I, I could be wrong I could be before that Um but I feel like it was when it really opened out was the late 80s. Um, and that's when it really opened out and you start getting what we call cable link and you could get Sky, you could get Sky 1 and you could get all these things. And 
then you're getting your four skybox and it was scrambled and it was oh, I was mad. But um, yeah, uh, not a fan of darts, says O'Shane. World Championship starting soon makes Christmas all the better. I watch a little bit, a little bit. Uh, Garmax says stuff I definitely don't watch. Love Ireland, big brother, Mary the Foresight. Crap like that just makes me want to go to sleep. Funny you mentioned Mary the Foresight. Phil Casey's gone mad into that. He said he's watched like Australian versions, US versions, UK versions. Phil Bleeding Casey watching Mary the Foresight. I don't know what's going on with him. Um, he must have fell off his bike and hurt himself. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so genres of music, there you have it. TV programs, there you have it. Um, I did see a question um, the other day, and it was on a different show, but I didn't want to get lost. And someone said, if you had to do one chore every day, one chore around the house every day without fail, what would it be? Um, there's one idea when I quite enjoy doing it, and it's uh, emptying and filling the dishwasher. I just go in. Put the, put the Alexa on, put the music on, and I just take the dishes out, put them away at my own leisure, put everything back in, wipe the counter, clean up. It takes about 15 minutes, but it's nice, it's peaceful. Um, people, when they think of these things, think, oh, Jesus, I have to do this, I have to do that. And in fairness, like we'd, we'd share out what we do in the house between me and my wife, whether it's cleaning or hoovering or whatever it might be, clothes. I've bleeding mountains of clothes in this house, getting washed, but... Um, Sometimes it's nice to do them, just nice, 15 minutes, no one annoys you, because you're doing a job, no one annoys you. Um, Johnny Baker says, you're only a year younger than me, Gav, yeah, yeah, but I'm still younger, so let's, you know, kill the Jets, Johnny, you're older than me, <laughs> I probably look way older than you though. Um, but, look, um, we've five minutes left, have anybody, anybody got any players in the Premier League? Um, anybody got a, anyone in the Premier League that you think is under the radar? Uh, Steve is not a fan of metal, but I love Ramstein. A lot of German fellas shouting and making a racket. Um, yeah, that's all that metal is. It's genuinely people standing on Lego constantly shouting with loads of people bashing pots and stuff like that in the background. Uh, Pete says he's ironing now. That'd be my favourite. Yeah, no, I don't like ironing. I don't like ironing. Um, Ramstein are live, are fantastic. See, this is where Garmack, this is why he's in here every morning. Look at the recruit people for the heavy metal uh, scene. But um, no, it's uh, it's just not it's just not for me, you know. Um, last week I listened to the Commitments album on a loop. Uh, I done that. I definitely done that. Um, <coughs> Liverpool play tomorrow um, against LASK, and we will be uh, covering that following the game. Hopefully Liverpool just get the job done tomorrow. Nice handy win. Get it out of the way. One game to spare, and we can go off and take that week off, and um, because we've big games, big big games coming up in December. So um, hopefully we get that done. Um, myself and Davo will be on tonight for a member show where he's paying tribute to three Liverpool players he wants to pl- uh, pay tribute to. Um, two from the nineties, one from the mid two thousands. That's all I'm gonna say. Defender, midfielder, forward. Don't have a guess before we go. If you get it right, I'll tell you. But um I'll do a playlist that'll change your mind, Gaff. Gar would waste me time. Honestly. Wouldn't waste me time. I just it actually hurts. It hurts. Um it hurts when when I listen to that stuff. It comes on. Even even when I'm watching the telly and you know 
a parent walks into a kid's bedroom. The kid's obviously troubled because he's listening to this heavy metal. And it's boom, boom, boom. And, it's, and then they're like, turn it down. And, and it's like, Jesus Christ, could the kid not be listening to something else? But you see, it's it's gas, like heavy metal, troubled kids, gar. It all, it all works out. It all, you know, that, that kind of timeline works. Anyway, um, you, you aren't giving me any players in, in the Premier League. These are brutal. Uh, you have given me some sports. Uh, every concert at Villa, um, says Garmack. Now, the thing about every con- every concert, every concert, sorry, is massively rated a couple of years ago. And Shawnee of this parish was like, we should sign him. He's really fucking good. We should sign him. Um, might have been before we signed uh, Kanate. And then he went off the boil a little bit, I think, as Villa suffered. And now he's back. And, uh, yeah, very, very, very impressed him. Very impressed him. Because I think the centre-halves that he plays alongside in um, Diego Carlos and Paul Torres, I wouldn't trust them a million percent, but I would trust Esri Conte. And he was being bigged up a couple of years ago, and I think the fact he might be going under the radar a little bit, I think might be might be good for him. Just let him get about his career. O'Shane says, Liveramento for Newcastle was excellent last night. Great for Southampton until a nasty injury made him lose out on a season. Could be a great fullback in 18 months' time. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I think he was on loan at Southampton from Chelsea. Had a great season. Ended up going to Chelsea, uh, to Southampton in the end. Terrible injury. Um, I think it might have been away at Brighton he got it. Um, but he's moved to Newcastle now. I've seen him being moved around a little bit, position-wise, but... Athletic, yeah, he's athletic, he's big, he's physical, he's a good footballer. Um, he's really, really, really good. And do you know what? Um, yeah, man's playing a right back for them. Um, Trippier. And uh, I think he's very over-egged. You know, he takes a good corner. Um, but I think Liveramento, over the next, say, eight, eight months, is the successor to, to, um, to Trippier. I think he's a better defender than him. Um, he's as good a footballer as him. And I don't know what Liveramento's delivery is like, but um, if he improves on that, they've, they've already made a replacement there. Gibbs White at Forest. Gibbs White at Forest is good. He is good. Um, but the one that Forest had in Brennan Johnson is, is a real player. And I think you'll see that at Spurs over time. I think he's a really, really good player. Gibbs White is a good player. Just a, maybe he needs a, Maybe he needs a... A bigger team to show that I, I was surprised he left Wolves to go there. You know, I think he would have he would have shone a little bit more at Wolves by the way they play. But he went there, he is a good player, Gibbs White. But I don't know, um he probably needs another move. He probably needs another move to a team that are a bit more dominant on the ball, a bit more possession based and have a bit more yeah. Attacking intent, I think. Bobby the Bobby the Cartova read at Fulham, another with huge potential. His name comes up every so often, um, and maybe Fulham is a good one where a few go under the radar because Polino went under the radar a little bit, and now everyone loves him. Um, William is still doing bits at Fulham. Um, Mitrovic, of course, you know was was unreal at Fulham, um, but Bobby read at Fulham, yeah, he is he's a good player. He's a good player, and it'll all depend. You know, where these teams finish up at the end of the season? Does somebody stand out and they get a move? Because I actually think teams at the top of the division 
should be looking for better value. Um, should be looking for better value within the league when they're going to signings and stuff like that. Instead of taking risks on team players that have never been in the division and they're going, oh yeah, but he was he scored fucking four goals and it's Serie A. So what? Do you know what I mean? Um, I think top teams and, and when I think of top teams, I think of um, I think of Manchester United. They should be looking within the Premier League for better value for players that know the league and, you know, come in and, and, and improve them. And I think until you know it start doing that and stop doing what they're doing, um they they'll they'll be in trouble. Weekend's game against them will be far from easy, says Gary Mack. A lot of people think it will be easy. I don't. I don't think any game is easy in the Premier League. But I do want I do want three points. William is older than Gavs the Scouts RP. I'm not too sure he's older than me, but he's he's getting there. Um, he's getting on in, in, in dog years in fairness to him. So am I though. So that's how it goes. Anyway, that's our half an hour. We're done. Um, we're going to run um, like I said if you have any comments throw them in the, the comments afterwards um, if you have any questions uh, anything at all throw them in the comments if you're in our, in our telegram group keep throwing in suggestions for chats um, and chat topics if you're listening back on the audio rate and review us um, as I said I don't, I'm getting no feedback off the downloads uh, loads of people downloading it um, and listen but I'm not getting any feedback as to if people like it or not but listen take it for what it is it's a 30 minute chat about whatever whatever was in, in football random things people want to talk about people in the chat that this morning yapping back to me it's just a cup of tea and a chill um, so that is it um, we will be back tonight at 10 o'clock the tribute show um, me and Davo it is members only um and remember if you want to if you want to do a super chat um or and instead of a super chat you want to gift a membership you can gift a membership now um on the live chat and it'll go randomly to someone in uh, one of our viewers who is opted in to do that uh thanks a million talk to you in a bit me and kev tomorrow over now Podcast Network.